Good day, everybody. This is Dana Massett. So today I'm going to be talking about how to be fearless. And it's interesting because I had like a realization. I went to go see Together Live with Hello Sunshine, which is an event that travels all around the United States. And it's women coming together, sharing stories, empowering each other, talking about the hard topics. And really just teaching how to be authentic, a truth teller, a troublemaker, and just, you know, really find your authentic self and live from that place. So they were talking a lot about like truth telling and being fearless. And I was just like born this way. I was just born fearless. I was born as a truth teller. I was born as a troublemaker, a rebel. I was always prepared to stand alone. And that didn't scare me. And there's like just this feeling inside of me, a ball of energy kind of in my heart, close to my stomach. And it's this feeling of like, if something's out of alignment or integrity, you know, someone has to stand up and say something and I'm just that person and I'm totally comfortable in that realm, the realm that most people are fearful of and uncomfortable. That's just my second nature. That's who I am. That's why I'm on this earth to be a truth teller, to push the envelope, to push people in areas of discomfort with the intention to grow, to evolve, you know, together. And I don't really talk about these topics so much because I just, sometimes I forget that being fearless is not comfortable for many people or being authentic isn't easy and second nature for people. So when they were talking about that, about being fearless and being a truth teller, I came to the realization that, you know, we do need to talk about this more. We do need to talk about when you feel that discomfort and that fear, that anxiety of being in a room with people and you know something is off, something is wrong, but you don't want to be the first person to like raise your hand or say something and bring awareness to it, that that's normal and that everybody feels that. But it's when you... Make that extra step to actually share your voice. That a shift happens in you, but not just in you, in the whole collective consciousness and the whole world. You know, maybe saying something and standing up for something. Maybe you think your voice is insignificant and that it's really not going to make a change. But trust me, you putting that vibration into the world that I'm not going to stand for this and this is not okay and I'm going to call it out, you're sending that frequency into the universe. So yes, a change has happened. And maybe it's not the change that you want to see immediately, but you have to trust that you doing that has like planted a seed and the tree is going to continue to grow, the tree of change. So being fearless, being fearless, you know, everyone has those gut instincts. Everyone has those impulses of intuition or even like when you're having a conversation and you feel that feeling like something's not being authentic right now. Like there's like an undercurrent of like uncertainty, of lack of integrity. And I feel like a lot of us just ignore that and push that away. And those are the moments to say something, to do something, to honor 
what you're feeling and sensing. And this can all be done in a loving and firm, kind way. When we speak our truths, it doesn't have to be angry truths. It can be firm, loving, compassionate truths. And it's almost like you do it in a, in a detached way. So when you're speaking your truth, you don't care what the reaction is going to be. You don't care if that other person or those those the group of people are going to accept your truth or even hear you out. Of course, there's a high chance you could be rejected. But when you're so strong in your truth, you can speak it in loving and kindness and you can detach and feel good about yourself even if you were the only one standing you know, in that truth and that's okay. And that takes practice. You know, when you begin to, it's like aligning your heart with your throat in your third eye. So that's your intuition, your voice, and your emotional being. When you can align the three, nothing can knock you down. Like nothing can steal that truth from you. Nothing can suppress that truth because it's vibrating so strong. And again, like this is how I was born. So it's like it's vibrating so strong that you can't turn a blind eye. You know, and this this is not what I'm talking about, meaning like walking around and randomly speaking your truth in an abrasive way, in an aggressive way, and feeling the need to put your two cents in every situation. No, I'm talking about the powerful situations when you're in a conflict with someone and the old part of you wants to shrink and suppress and run away and you can like, Find your voice. You can find your feelings and put words to them and place them into that experience in a loving, firm way. And when you're in bigger situations, you know, it could be like a work meeting. Um, it could be a family gathering of some sort. And you feel something is off. And the old you, again, wants to shrink and run away and just avoid it. Pretend like you didn't hear it. But you come through. You speak the truth. You push the envelope a little bit. You know, we should be seeking relationships and friendships and connections that lovingly challenge us to grow. I mean, what is the point of connecting with people if we only want to connect with them in certain ways into certain degrees of intimacy, but when it starts getting uncomfortable and we start challenging each other in a loving way, in a safe, vulnerable way, we want to shrink and run away. Like, what is that? What is that, that we just want to connect with people on the surface and we don't want to be each other's mirrors and love each other when we're having challenges? You know, I wanted to speak about this today because I talk about triggers all the time and I was definitely, I'm still going through the trigger right now. So um, one of my girl, good girlfriends is like, you need to like speak your stories more. You really need to tell your stories more. Um, so I'm using this as an opportunity to speak more about this topic through a personal experience. Um my one of my big triggers is people that avoid and don't want to go inward and examine themselves. So like that self-reflection and that takes strength, that takes courage, bravery and vulnerability. And I remember going through an experience with my father and he couldn't fully 
do that whole process. And maybe it was shame and maybe um, it's fear, whatever it is. And that just shows like it happens to all of us. Like we get stuck in our own stuff. You know, my father is an amazing teacher, shaman, um, has done amazing work, continued to do amazing work. And he's been one of my biggest teachers in the light and the dark. And that's where your teachers come into play. You know, they teach you both sides. And sometimes when you bring up a topic, depending on that person's childhood, the belief systems, the foundations that were ingrained in this person, you would assume that they're going to be open and ready to explore anything because maybe you are. And that's me. Like I am ready to explore anything. I'm not running away from anything. And again, I was born this way. So I have this gift and this curse because I just assume that everybody is ready to dive in any crevice in their being and explore it and blast light on it and I'll love you through it and we'll get through this. But that is not the case. And that's my trigger. So the cool thing is like your relationship with that person can still continue. It might not be super vulnerable and authentic and intimate as you would desire, but it can continue. But... I brought light on a topic um, with my friends talking about, well, you know you could be proactive, right? And this person's personality, um, they kind of just like sit back and wait for the world to happen to them. And when they get into situations, there's a lot of projection. It's never like uh, there's a huge lack of ownership in this person. And again, that's okay. And... Me, again, I was born this way. I was born proactive. I knew, and whether this is what my parents infused in me or I, my soul just came through this way, I knew I could do anything. I knew I was a limitless being and I knew that if I wanted to see change in this world or if I wanted to see change in myself, it starts with me. And to make change in yourself and to see change in the world, you have to be vulnerable and courageous enough to look in the mirror. You have to desire to want to question your choices, to self-evaluate. Now, not be critical, not judge yourself, but to challenge yourself. Um, Like an example would be like, I'm a mother. So I should be self-examining myself as a mother. Am I providing everything in the highest vibration for my children? What am I missing? Where am I blocked? Where can I do better? Again, like I was born this way and it's challenging for me when people don't feel safe enough to go there. And it's sad. It's sad. At the end of the day, it's sad. So we have these people that are proactive and ready to dive into that and they're super brave. And we have people for whatever reason are scared to look in the mirror, are terrified to self-evaluate. So where does that come from? Is that like childhood, like they experienced shame and judgment and maybe external critics where they just like shut that part down? And it's difficult. It's difficult. It's triggering for me because 
I am surrounded in a unique situation with many amazing friends that we just shoot the shit and we're so real. I feel like we're in this hot tub of realness and we just, we lovingly like call each other out and by calling each other out, it's like like we lovingly challenge each other. So we're talking about a topic and we'll be like, well, do you think maybe like, what do you think about this? You know, like maybe you could do it this way. Like, do you think you're still working through this wound and that's triggering this? And there's no issue. There's no fight. There's no resistance. There's no avoidance. It's just like this beautiful conversation that is so real. And so many of my close girlfriends, like we don't even like to small talk. Like we literally go to the core and it just, it's healing, It's healing for me. It's healing for them. It's like we're just creating this beautiful energy. So it's hard to then have these certain areas of your life that you can't be authentic, that you can't be the truth teller. So you have all these areas of your life where it's lovingly accepted and celebrated. And then you have these other places in your life that you really believe should be intimate and vulnerable and you can't. You can't because the other person is uncomfortable And resisting going there. And you know if that person goes there, the healing that can take place, the transformation that can take place, and the closeness that can actually transpire in the relationship following that vulnerability. So I think... I think it's about really deciding what type of life you want to create and noticing what areas of your life feel very fearless and very authentic and very open and you really want to kind of like imprint that on yourself and just say you know what I want to keep duplicating this I want my romantic relationship to feel this way I want my business relationships to feel this way I know that since I have this in this area of my life I can have it in all areas and I think it's loving ourselves enough And holding ourselves accountable and knowing that we deserve to have that fearless experience and that fearlessness mirrored back to us by the ones that love us in all areas of our lives. That we deserve that and that is possible. And I think that kind of extends this conversation of being fearless. That we can actually be fearless in all areas of our life. And that the right people, our tribe, will love us through that and mirror that back to us. Good day, everybody.